What have we here? Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Being Dangus is over here. <laughs> I am Mopar. <laughs> well, I don't know who else is on. Commander Cody. Commander Cody. <laughs> Thank just, you guys for tuning in. Episode, what is it? 124. 124. I don't often have a hood, <laughs> so I felt like going Sidious on the shit for a second. Sidious. Sidious. I just had to, so that's what it is. What's up, everybody? Doesn't fit. Wait, you got sh- <laughs> I want to see your shirt, everyone. Pay Dr. Attention. Durangus. No, it's not. So I got cool guy. <laughs> Mopar hunks on this on this show right now. Mopar hunks Classic. from uh, Doctor Steve Brule. You guys all know we're huge fans of that. Um, so Mopar got a sweatshirt. If you guys are just listening in. Uh, you can see you you can check it out. You see what it looks like if you want. Uh, if you check want to head on over to YouTube, <laughs> check it out. So and watch that's the what's live going on. Stream. Uh, live stream for your health, you guys. Yeah. So if you're on uh, YouTube, click it and tick it and fuck around. You mean if you're not on YouTube, click it. You, what, you know, and dangus it. You know, yeah. Whatever, whatever you want, whatever you feel. We've What's got up, uh, we've got a lot of big news. Um, well, one major thing that happened between uh, this episode and last episode, um, it was announced that Ryan Johnson will get his own Star Wars trilogy, which is. Fucking huge. That's huge, guys. It's huge. That's maybe the biggest news that we've had from Star Wars other than the fact that Star Wars was coming back in the first place. Yes. Since 2012. I would would even argue it's bigger than that. Bigger. Bigger. We are getting what we're asking for. We are getting movies outside of the original trilogy. Riley says, ugh. Fuck you, man. I'm not trying to have that negativity right now. This is the biggest yeah, news but, that ever was or will be. Yeah. Oh, it's a good UG. He said, so excited. All right, good. I approve. I'm okay, proud. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Biggest we news. We were about to. Biggest news since 2012. Yeah. Argu- yeah. Kerner's saying arguably the biggest Star Wars news of all time. Because. It's possible. You got to think. We have what what is called the Star Wars universe. And now that Disney has cut it into canon, we we have these. It's like this small group. We have the movies and we have the cartoons. And it's all within like this 80, 90 year period-ish. Now we have an opportunity to be like, you know what? Fuck all of what you know about Star Wars. (laughs) We're going to take the universe and how it works. And we're going to throw a whole bunch of shits in it. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm also excited. Um, It's huge. did Did you ever play that Excite Bike? For NES? Uh, not the original, no. And I know they brought that back for uh, N64. Like Excite Bite 64. Yeah. Never got too huge in it either, those, for some reason. It was a, a very, very simple game, but it was just one that pissed and triggered you off. Pissed and triggered you off. <laughs> it was so bad that it wasn't just one or the other. It was pissed and triggered, hammered you the fuck off. I am going to... Are you triggered off right now? 
Well, that's that's what's happening today. Okay, guys. I'm hammered um, on. Yeah, but it's one of my favorite things uh, for Excite Bike is you could make your own track. So there was obviously like pre-made built-in <clears> tracks that you could do, uh, and they had jumps and like mud pits where it would slow you down. It was a race, um, and then uh, yeah, you could make your own track which was exciting because you could just do whatever you want i would just do jumps after jumps and it, it was fun to me when i was uh uh little so it was a fun what game else? um kerner you need to work on your phrasing here my friend lord kerner says i'm balls deep in ryan johnson i'm i'm taking a screenshot of that that's fucking hilarious kerner kerner <laughs> there's no commas or anything <laughs> i'm balls I- deep in ryan johnson I'm Boston. balls deep in Ryan Johnson. Well, it might be news to him. Talking about um, balls right, deep in love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, outside of the Ryan Johnson uh, trilogy, we have uh, Stranger Things. Yes. Commander, are you, you've completed the whole second season? It has been complete. It's complete. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be diving into that. Uh, Mopar has uh, uh, triggered off about some <laughs> aspects of the Thrawn uh, book, no, most notably the audio book. Um I'll get into that. I have just small, small things. Um, and then... I got to chat a little bit about... Commander still Origins. about Battlefront 2. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm pissed about... So video game-wise, I'm in love with Origins. A few complaints, but I'm pretty much in love with it. Battlefront 2, I got early access. I'm salty as a dick, and I hate it. So, so we'll talk I about came that. across this, and I have not played the early access. I, all I played was the uh, beta. Yes. Um, but uh, I came across this meme, and it says, uh, "How good is Star Wars Battlefront 2? And then it has what, whatever his fucking name is, Jax from the '50s diner, who Obi Wan's talking to, Dax, Dexter Jetster, whatever his name is. Yeah, Dexter Jetster. Yeah. So Obi Wan's asking him how good Battlefront 2 is, and then he says, "Well, that depends on how big your pocketbook <laughs> is." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was so perfect for an EA game. It is. Uh, it is, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So it's not as based on the meme and based on what people know and hate from EA. It's not as bad as you may expect in terms of paying money to get shit in the game. But we'll talk about it a little bit later. Pocketbook. So, okay. And also, Mopar yeah. watched episode two. It's atrocious. It's atrocious. <laughs> it is not a good movie. And I will fight anyone who shits on the Star Wars movies. But I'm able to because it's the <laughs> movies I love. Okay, I, I love and it's cherish a, it. They are. It's a bad movie. Like it's all over the place. The fucking Geonosis droid building factory, where Padme's fumbling around trying not to get her ass stamped by a goddamn. And I've had enough of it. She's I in really, a fucking soup cauldron. She's yes. in a soup cauldron. Yes. With yes. molten fucking steel lava bullshit, droid shit parts. And, and there's like huge like question marks for myself thinking, okay, Geonosis is happening. I know Obi-Wan's in trouble, but they send like hundreds of Jedi to Geonosis with a full army, but they don't use the army up front. They send in the Jedi first into the Coliseum. Half of them fucking die. And then the droid, or then the fucking army comes in. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it why doesn't, the fuck would you put Jedi lives in danger? It doesn't make sense. It, it was doesn't. an excuse. That's one of the big plot holes. It's like that's an excuse to get the battle of Geonosis happening, which is a cool battle when it when it starts, like visually and all that, all that shit, and we get to see the clones in action for the first time. 
but they're first of all didn't send anyone else with Obi-Wan in the first place. So they know, you know, he's off by himself. He should be able to handle himself. He hates sand, it's coarse, gets everywhere, irritating, all that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, Kerner, thank you. Um but then to rescue him, they bring in the entire Jedi order. Yeah. Every Jedi in existence shows up. And but Yoda, meanwhile, goes to the clones that none of them knew about and none of them wanted and were initiated by an ex-Jedi who was under Count Dooku. They didn't believe that they existed in the first place. He just goes to Kamino and like, oh, I'll take these clones. Just give me these million clones. We're going to we're gonna mosey on over here to Geonosis and before all the Jedi die, we're going to dive into battle and fucking turn the tide of, of things. It just doesn't make and any it's, sense. And it's not, it's not even just like Damn it. Jedi Knights. Coleman Trevor... The, the dinosaur uh, Jedi <laughs> is a Jedi master on the council and he gets shot and killed. So it's not like, it, it's already bad that Jedi are dying, but people off the fucking Jedi council are getting murdered. Why would you jump in that? And the whole, the whole uh, droid production, I can't, when they're, in, when they're in that factory, the droid factory, it's atrocious. There's not one good part of it. <laughs> there's not one good part of that whole it's like a whole half hour to 45 minutes of the movie that's just I, I just cringe the whole fucking time well, we're gonna get into our, our review here because I can't I'm <laughs> fucking I'm pissed over here so <laughs> Commander do you have anything uh, special that you're gonna be reviewing so yeah just to confirm you are still doing the sober 2017 bullshit nonsense is that is that still in effect yeah happening yeah very, very accurate. Yep, I'm, <laughs> what, 11 days in? 12 days. It's 12th already. It um, is 12th. I haven't, haven't had anything yet. Um, yet. I'm not gonna. It ain't gonna happen. But I am doing a <laughs> review here. Uh, so, um, Glass Armor found this stuff. Space juice. Let's see if this will focus at all. <laughs> Space juice. Yeah, Star Wars Space Punch. It's got, a, like, a glare on there. It's got Kylo. Yep. Um, there were different... Uh, characters that you could get. I don't think there's uh, a different flavor. They all said Space Punch. So um, I'm going to just dive into this and try to chug it in 10% juice and 20 calories. So it's supposed to be kind of like a a, a good energy drink with like no sugar or anything. It's supposed to be all the, the vitamins, but nothing nice. nothing of the bad stuff. Nice. Never seen that from Star Wars. That's cool. Um, well, I, I remember a long time ago in a galaxy uh, far, far in, away in a city that you live in, uh, we were talking to one of the followers <laughs> that uh, lives in Germany, and he was mentioning about like they have like the space tea, and they were kind of uh, Star Wars space uh, teas. And we yeah. like, remember, and he said uh, they don't have them over here for whatever reason. But That's right. I was kind of wondering if it, this was kind of based off that or or not. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> what up, Deadpool? So I had uh, I had some decent beer earlier when we were playing Battlefield. I was playing Battlefront, getting triggered. And then uh, during our Patreon call that we just had, patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod, if you want to have a private call where everybody shouts and Dane takes his shirt off, come and join us. Um, <laughs> so I had some good beer earlier, and our cousin left this shit behind uh, yesterday. So I am literally having Budweiser for the first time in I don't even know how long since I've had like a regular Miller or Bud. It's been a while. 
gaze and be amazed at this sweatshirt. I love it. <laughs> Dakota was asking if I was wearing a G.I. Joe Cobra shirt. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I got one of those same style, like those 90s sweaters. Not hoodies, because there's no hood. Just awkward sweaters where the, the arms are like, you know, a foot long. The fabric is like way too big. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. I got it. Yeah, I got it. I'd rather not. All right, um, handfuls drinking some Miller Tall Boys. That does sound really good. You know what's weird is if once I once December first hits, which is going to be a fucking belligerent day. So Mopar just lucked out that December first is a Friday, and my uh, sister is coming in from uh, Colorado that the night before. So um, it's going to be fucking belligerent. She's never been out this way, so uh, it's going to be fantastic. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> so this thing, it has Kylo Ren on it. It's a space punch, but it says sparkling vitamin drink. Um, it says collector's edition number 15, Kylo Ren. Uh, it's kind of, it's honestly kind of a cool little can. It's like a tall, it's like a uh, Red Bull kind of size can, skinny and taller. Um, it's 12, 12 ounces. But when I smelled it, it smells like vitamins, like those <laughs> chewy children's vitamins the that are just, that that like smell weird, but yeah. you don't mind them when you're eating them. Yep, <laughs> it smells like fucking vitamins. Smells like vitamins. Mine smells like fermented sugar water. <laughs> smells like, yeah. Major, I'm not a fan I, of. I, I, I've never I been a fan of Budweiser. It. I used to like it back in the day. Um, like I said, I haven't had a, a cheap, you know, general vanilla beer in a long. Time. Yeah. Mm, it's okay. It'll, it'll do the trick. Are you going to actually give it a rating? Let me think about it. It's got to be a one. I mean, it's something that's... All right, I forgot. I, I'm doing one too here. Yeah, you got to do one too. Drink that. Drink those vitamins. Liquid vitamins. 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 Oh, you're pissed. That was me last week drinking that expired cranberry bullshit. <laughs> so did you die? I didn't die. I didn't get sick. I didn't feel bad at all. Nothing was wrong with it. So just like I researched squad potted before we uh, drank it, beer doesn't go, you know, bad, bad where it's going to make you sick and it's like moldy. It was, uh, it was just gross, but I, I, I lived. So. Right, did you live? I didn't live. I died. And I'm here as a force ghost with you now. All right. Cool. Well, I am. Uh, so you, you, we got triggered because my my feed was kind of fucking up, and mm -hmm. I I did a speed test like a few minutes ago, and it was down to like four megabytes per second. Um, What's and your upload, I just though? redid it, and it's a it's a hundred and twenty now. So it must have just had a burp or something, or was updating or something. Um, back into the review that I'm actually doing. So the the bad thing is it does taste. I look like I'm on Fear Factor. Oh, because I'm drinking. Space piss over here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's this tastes like vitamins up front, and then it kind of just smooths off right at the very end. Like it's like, oh yeah, by the way, it's supposed to be punch, but it tastes like drinking vitamins. Pissed about it. Um, I'm doing a speed test right now. Mine's one ten down and twelve up, so there shouldn't be ain't no problem. I'm giving uh, Glass Armor the, the smell test. She, oh, she cringe face over here. She, she went like this. No, 
It tastes like vitamins. You, That's the you, bad thing. I'm. Did you say she bought it, just, it for you? Yeah, she found it. Uh, yeah, because she was at a local grocery store. Or That's a what gas you station. get. That's what you get, Glass Armor. Picking out some goddamn Kylo Ren monster. Kylo Ren uh, space piss. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> a... Uh, I don't want to give it a zero because when you're talking about energy drinks and if you can't really take the high sugar ones, this might be an option. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely does, definitely doesn't taste good. Mm-mm. So I'm going to get... I'll, I'll just... I'll be blunt with it. It's one. Blunt one. with it. <laughs> There's no, nothing about this that tastes good, which is the issue. That is a problem. <laughs> Not going to deny it. Um, yeah, I, I'm always uh, iffy on how to rank cheap beer because the whole thing is that it's goddamn cheap so it's not meant to be delicious so are we are we using the same ranking style as the other ones i i mean uh, go for what they're shooting for it's supposed to be a very very drinkable it's supposed to be cheap uh the can looks pretty cool i've always honestly liked the can and the colors of budweiser i agree um i like the style of the the text the font that they use for the actual Budweiser. And then above it, it looks like... I, when did they change back to uh, Budweiser, actually? Wasn't it America, dick, yeah. Yeah, that was fucked. And it must not have been <laughs> lasted for that long because people were pissed about it. Mm-hmm. The, actually, I thought I saw it not too long ago in a uh, in a spot uh, that they were still selling America. The, Old batches of shit. The choicest hops, rice, and best barley malt. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe False you. Let me let me see if they talk about anything on here. It's a nope. one, man. This cheap beer, I know they make it with rice. It's just a little too sweet for some reason to make it more drinkable. So like we've talked about the Photon by Actual Brewing here in Columbus. Yeah. And uh, Land Grant yeah. just came out with a similar style like light lager. It's called... It's with a local radio station. It's called 97.1 The Beer. But it tastes just like Photon. It's fucking awesome. <clears throat> so it's pretty much just, you know, Miller Lite with real ingredients brewed by humans. And it's fucking awesome. That's what uh, a lager is supposed to be. But these are just like, there's that hint of sweetness in there because they use, I think, shitty ingredients or cheap ingredients or both. I don't know. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say one star. Just one star. Now, let me... I mean, if you... I know you're a fan of Miller Lite. Would you give Miller Lite like a two at least? Miller Lite is definitely better, but I feel the same way. It's got this weird sweetness. Hmm. And I don't fucking know where it comes from. I've always... And everybody knows that. I've always leaned towards Miller Lite, but I'm not really sure why. I I think there's... There was like an aftertaste in the Budweiser that I had never really liked. That's what it is. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm done with it. Fucking done with it. I'm drinking vitamins. You're drinking piss water. We're all happy about it. And actually, we're not. Um, it's piss water. You got that water. part right. I got space water, space piss, and you got <sighs> piss water. Piss space. Um, now, like Commander was mentioning, we did just get off of our... Uh, uh, f- Fuckery on, fuckery. Uh, <laughs> our our um, group call that we do every other week for, for, with our patrons. Um, this one got outrageous because there was like ten of us. Um, so, but we do appreciate everyone logging on because it is always a good time. And 
the only thing I can really say is uh, plant jizz. <laughs> let's just let's just say that we got to a point where we were talking about plant jizz, plant jizz, so, and naked shirts, just, naked naked shirts. <laughs> um, so that gives you an idea of what it, it gets belligerent. It's it's always a good time. Um, so if you wanted to be a part of that, obviously you head on over to the Patreon page and uh, support the podcast, and you guys will be able to join us. It's every other week. Fuck yeah. Uh, Kern was talking about PBR and shit like that. I actually did have a PBR last week and it tasted just, tasted like this. There's something in the cheap beer where it's just, the aftertaste is just not right. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about it. Because I feel like Corona is still a cheap beer and it doesn't have that aftertaste. Yeah. I guess it is more of a, yeah, kind of not a cheap beer, but whatever. All right. What do we want to dive into first? We've got the obvious uh, new trilogy that's going to be coming out. Uh, Mopar is still pissed. And as then, usual, let's save the good shit for last. Save the good shit for last. Let's so, talk about... You want, you want to get triggered pissed about Thrawn quickly? Yeah, we can. Uh, because you know a bit of what I'm talking about. So yeah. I bought the, the Thrawn book on Audible, which by the way, this is, a, a, this is a genius thing that I do, which I'm just patting myself on the back because I'm a jackass. Um... I, whenever I want a book on Audible, I don't do the monthly fee. I'm done with that. Like I tried it out for a couple months and I just, I'm not a big fan of it. So instead, when I want a book on Audible, I pay the monthly fee. It's 15 bucks a month. Buy the, and you get one credit when you do that. Get, use that one credit for the book I want, which is usually 30 bucks. And then I quit the fucking monthly fee. And I've been doing it like once every month. So you're or trying less. to fucking game the system, Mopar. You're cheating. Well, not really because you're cheating I, in the hard end, working authors and voice actors and Star Wars writers out of their goddamn money, Paul Mopar. Took you a while. You're stealing hey, shit. It's like how podcasts are free. Remember that? Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> You're trying to you're trying to fucking balance the what do you call it scales of justice. Yeah. <laughs> How do you balance a pendulum? <laughs> it's just swinging. I'm hammered. <laughs> All right. So the the Thrawn book, uh, like I said, on audio, uh, audible. So I'm I'm listening to it. I'm probably let's just call it. I don't know five, six, seven hours in. I'm I'm pretty far into it. Um, but the the voice actor, he's not bad, but he does these different accents. And there's like three particular people. One of them's Thrawn, actually. The the voice he gives Thrawn, the like the way he says stuff and his voice are fine. It's how he says things. It's kind of weird. So this is this is what I'm trying to wrap my head around. Thrawn's voice sounds like something between a vampire and drunken Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Like he like slurs his words ish, like Jack Sparrow, but he's very calculated and talking like a fucking vampire. And somewhere in there, one pissed off. It actually, I don't mind it because I kind of that's how how I pictured it. But it's kind of funny just hearing him talk because he like uses his words and it all slurs together. And it's just so if Jack Sparrow were a vampire, we have Thrawn. Yeah, and he had just if Jack blew, Sparrow blew. were a vampire in space, we have thrown. Yeah, and, he, and it, as long as he just blew himself. Um, Why do you make jokes from a show you don't like, you bastard? It, 
It's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I even continued to try. I watched uh, nope. the whole first season again. Not going there. I can't. Can't do it. Not doing it. Not doing um, it. I know what you mean, though. The second, the second one was um, the, his ensign. So there's a there's a military guy who's like on the outer rim, from the outer rim in, in some unknown region or something. And he talks like a fucking jackass Cajun Alabama fuck, dude. I can't. I started like, I the book underst- and he's in the first chapter. And I was like, I, no, I can't. I can't listen to that fucking shit in Star Wars, man. I can't do it. I think there is a, a place for it, but it's just... They threw so many new voices in and they're all talking to each other all the time Yeah, that it's just like, I have to adjust my, my fucking brain every time someone new talks. <laughs> exactly. We're going to go out there in the outer systems. And then Thrawn's over here like, I'm fucking drunk. I'm like, I can't handle it right now. Um, it's so it's the, like the fucking Sandshrew guy from yeah. Pokemon. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, it is kind of. Hey, Admiral Thrawn, we're going to go down here and get those rebels. I'm telling you what, we got to get them. We're going to do Don't it. Worry, yeah. I just fixed up the Ford. We're going to go down the river and get them. <laughs> Cleaned up okay. that there Star Destroyer. We're going to do it. <laughs> All right, I've had enough of that. But the other thing that kind of it, it kind of pisses me off. It's kind of weird. So at the beginning of every chapter, um, or I think it's every chapter, Thrawn does this little like epilogue, prologue, little fucking pre. Yeah. Like he's like he's talking about something specific. Yeah. The the sound behind him. So there's like a, a musical sound bit behind him. It fucking triggers me every time. Like a drone like or a, something. It's like a drone organ. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, why? Where is he standing? Does started, he do? Does he record <laughs> us every every Sunday in church? He records it in Palpatine's chambers because you, you sound yeah. like you were singing <laughs> the Emperor's yeah. theme right there. Yeah. I have to uh, find it because it. I. That's not even the right term. I was just. It's just weird. That doesn't actually trigger me. Um, but it, it is it is different. <laughs> this one thing it fucking triggers me. Let me talk about it. It doesn't actually trigger me. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not pissed. I'm not pissed <laughs> at that. I'm I'm just pissed more at that. I have to go back and forth through my mind at, at who's talking because I can't trigger it. I can't throw it. it <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's tough. I I just started it, and I could only listen to like two chapters because I was sick of that motherfucker. Yeah, I was he's in sick he's of him talking about like they were gonna hunt crocodiles. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm listening to Star Wars, man. So the <sighs> other thing that uh it, I'm not mad at, but I wish there was a little more character building. First of all, Thrawn's a badass and everybody knows it. Um, but he basically uh is so strategic and tactical that he breaks into this. Well, I think you were in what two chapters? Yeah, it was Thrawn in there already, and he broke in and kind of tricked the Empire into doing some shit that they didn't want and whatever. He he was on this so. planet going. and he, he basically tricked this whole squadron. It was one guy. Obviously, it was just one. It was just him. And he basically tricked this whole squadron into doing these certain things because he wanted to do And it was really tactical and it was fucking amazing. Um, but he's almost too smart. There's no character building. It's just he knows all. And it kind of pisses me off 
because of there's no character building behind it. Um, and he's like jumping through the imperial ranks like no one ever has because he he just he knows all he knows where everybody's doing, um, where everybody's doing. Pan enough. Yeah, he knows where where it's all. Yep. Yep. So um, yeah, he's he's always three steps ahead of everybody, and it kind of pisses me off. I understand that's his character, but there was nothing like building to that point. Um, but overall, it's a, it's a solid story. Uh, it's nice to see something that has nothing to fucking do with the Jedi, at least yet. I haven't really seen any Jedi. Um, so the Emperor's in it for like a half second. He talks to uh, to Thrawn and he obviously like knows. He's like, yeah, you're going to be fucking one of my dudes now. <laughs> Is this- there was a comment there or something. Please, yeah. he's not going to be fucking Something's one of my that. dudes. <laughs> Carter, you'll be one of my main motherfuckers. Emperor said, Tra- quote, Travis Dunn Dunn said, Thrawn, I drink and I know things. That's basically, yeah, sounds that's, about right. That's the gist of it. Um, so, so, this is before the timeline of Rebels, I'm assuming. Yeah. This is, well, yeah, this is good. Yeah, because they found him. He's becoming an Imperial officer. See, that's the part that annoys me. Like, I get that when we see him in Rebels for the first time, he is a fucking super genius. So, the book is supposed to be like, how did he get to that point? So that when we find him in Rebels, he is perfectly awesome all the time, and we are okay with that because we know his, what his backstory is. So I, I was hoping it was going to be a little more of that. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's the right off the bat, the first thing you hear because it's from the point of the view of the uh, Imperials, and there's just like shit going off. There's explosions, people are getting killed, and but they don't know what's going on, so they go investigate it, and they find out other shit, and then he just shows up on the ship, and they they finally like corner him, and they're like. Who else is with you? And he's just like, it's just me. And then... Uh, <laughs> with that accent. Yeah, basically. And then they're all just like, well, that's fucking crazy. We need to show you to the emperor because your fucking skills are ridiculous. And be, and at this point, the Chiss, his uh, species was like a myth. Yeah. Like people didn't believe in Chiss. And the fact that he is like living up to a lot of the mythical stories about the Chiss, um, people are getting scared and don't really know how to take him. And um, yeah, so... And he's very he you like as people are talking to him, they describe what he's feeling about that person. So it'll be like that ensign, like ah, we gotta go put air in the truck, <laughs> and then and it'll go to the point of view of Thrawn. He'll be like, his his lip twitches, his <laughs> ears are large. He he mummers slowly in his voice. He crackles. mummers. He mummers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of the judge. Like he studies body language so much that yeah. he like knows beyond what you're saying. <laughs> he mummers. <laughs> he mummers all your wildest dreams and wishes. <laughs> yeah, fuck that Cajun guy, dude. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't take it seriously. Room get down, rebels, man. You know I couldn't do it, dude. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's 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 a solid book. I, I'm excited to finish it because I think it's going to end up. Uh, he's going to be a lot lot more brutal than he has been up yeah. to the point where I'm yeah. at. Uh, he hasn't really done anything. Everything's been so strategic that he kind of just outthinks everybody and he moves up through the system uh, of the Imperials. Um, but he hasn't been like brutal yet, and I'm yeah. like, waiting for that like switch to happen where he like sacrifices someone to. To like better himself or something, because mm. um, I feel like he's Tarkin 2.0. He's just he's just smarter, better, and he's blue. I uh, so I love Tarkin, obviously, but I was 
hearing somebody complain about the book, eh, kind of complain, just kind of criticize it in general. Uh, like nothing happens in the Tarkin book. Like throughout the course of the Tarkin book, stuff happens to Tarkin and Vader that gets reworked out by them after the book ends. Like the book starts, Tarkin loses his ship, and by the end of the book, he gets his ship back. Great. Or they lose the sight of this fucking band of rebels, and then by the end of the book, they kill them. And then after the book happens, the timeline puts them in that they're in the same situation once again. Like it's nothing actually matters in that book. It's just wow. a setup for. Ah, wow. <laughs> it's just a setup for like Tarkin's mentality. Which I understand, but at the same point, if there were some actual consequences involved, that would be nice. So, having said that, like I'm torn on the on the Thrawn thing, where he is already legit, and we don't know his backstory, but what he's doing in the book is actually going to affect what happens to him in the future of canon in Star Wars. I agree completely. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I, I I have been, the Disney canon books have been very lackluster for me. I've not been a fan of most of them. Uh, and I think I've only read two, I think. Uh, I think this is my third. I, it could be less than that. I don't even fucking remember. Um, yeah, I've just not been impressed. I feel like they're, it's money grabbing. It's not actually like adding to the story. It's not building characters. It's just like, all right, this is Thrawn. Yeah, we already know that. All right, well, yeah, but this is how they how he like boards the ship and becomes imperial. Oh, that's interesting. How did how does he do that? Because he's Thrawn. Doesn't matter. He's awesome. <laughs> he's remember he's blue. You remember that? Um, yeah. yeah so I don't know. It's man. just I'm we'll torn. see. And I got this uh, the uh, Luke book, which I've heard other people getting triggered about. So I'm 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 excited <laughs> to dive into that. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm I can't wait to shit just on look it. at the cover. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's it looks like it was written by a fucking eight year old. So the the letters are like this big. Uh, so there's like three letters per page. I should fly through it. Um, <laughs> three <laughs> letters per page. The entire book's just one sentence. The I was going to the Tashi Station to get some power converters. <laughs> That's all it is. That's it. Wah! Um <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh yeah, Stranger Things. We're gonna we're probably gonna spend a little bit on Stranger Things here. Yeah, man. Um, so what what were your initial thoughts? And you can break it up maybe into season one, season two, or all together. Well, yeah, you guys have been shouting at me about this shit for a while now, so I apologize yeah. that it took so long to watch it. You know, just yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of things on the docket. A lot of things on the list on the Netflix queue, man. There's so many shows. Um. I liked it. The fact that it opened with, obviously not the very opening scene, but it pretty much opened with the kids playing Dungeons and Dragons. I thought it was awesome. Set everything mm -hmm. up. And they were like kind of relating all the experiences that they're going through to the D&D &D game, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I liked the setting. I had this weird picture in my head of what it was going to be, and it didn't turn out to be like that at all. So I thought, for whatever reason, I just maybe made this up by the, how it was structured. I thought it was going to be like an American Horror Story type of thing where you have this group of kids and the sheriff and, like, the older siblings in this town and some new weird thing happens to them every season. So the first season was Eleven rips this hole in the fucking 
time, space, whatever it was, this monster gets loose and they have to fix that. And then season two comes around and I was like waiting for something completely different to happen. But then they go back to, you know, just they're expanding more on that same story. Same yeah, gate, the same it's monster. It's a continuous story. Yeah, which I, I understand, but that's just wasn't what was in my head at all for some reason. I was just waiting for like new things to to keep happening. I didn't think they were going to expand as much on the um like on the lab and the monster and the upside down as they were. So mm-hmm. I just I just yeah. had some like preconceptions, but I, I love the show itself for sure. I liked it because they stayed really true to like the retro aspect of it. Um and it's it's not even retro in the, in, the, in the sense that it happens in the 80s it's retro also in the sense that like it's it's like it's your standard 80s horror like the way the even like the intro of it it has like a weird 80s intro feel um and they they stay just really true to it um itself i like the the character building's great you get to see a little bit of every everything including the the parents um the older brothers and sisters, and then the kids themselves. So there's, and there's a lot of relationships that are going on. Not like relationships, but there's a lot of relationships. Back and forth, yeah, relationships that are going on between the kids and the older brothers and sisters and and the parents. And it's cool to see like their dynamics build and change. Um, and I thought they did it very well. I mean, it was a very smooth build. Yeah, yeah. I think at the core of stuff like this is the characters, and I had almost no complaints about that at all. The kids were awesome. Their older siblings were great. The fact that they don't always like join forces and figure shit out, I thought was cool. Like the sibling, like the like the older siblings are off partying and figuring out shit on their own about what their younger brothers and sisters or whatever are doing off on their own. And like they're all kind of like experiencing the same thing in different spots. I thought it was cool that they weren't just didn't like join forces randomly. Um, I loved the sheriff, Hopper. Yeah. He was awesome. <clears throat> he started off like this drunk nobody that you thought wasn't really going to amount to much. And then as things got more serious, he kind of like came to his remains own. A, and he was... remains a drunk nobody. <laughs> drunk nobodies, man. They're the fucking heroes. Yeah, God, I, I like them. <laughs> but he like, he comes to and realizes something serious has happened in his, uh, his small town. Um, and he steps up. It was cool. But yeah, the characters like are really the core of it, which is the way it's supposed to be, man. Like if you think of Star Wars, especially the original ones, like the characters definitely are the core. So all my complaints rest with parts of the story or parts of, I don't know, just like the way that they bridge the gap between seasons one and two and expanded upon things to make season two. But I also would say, Dane said this on our call and Tommy Boy told me this too in person. If I had waited the year to watch season two, I think it would have been a lot different because I, I just watched everything back to back. Yeah. So I waited a few hours. So if I had like a full year buildup of like, I love Stranger Things. I'm so excited for it to come back. What's going to happen? I'm going to analyze the plot just like we do with Star Wars. Like if episode seven, eight, nine came out right in a row, wouldn't be nearly as impactful. So I think that's probably where a lot of it is. You just didn't like the second one as much? I didn't like it as much, but I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Definitely not. I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I was still um, like intrigued by it the whole time. I just, I didn't like it as much either, so it, it's that's fine. I was just kind of wondering. Yeah, I think I was just disappointed that they decided to go more in-depth with the same thing. And I, I felt kind of 
that it was weird that just everything is happening to Will. Like any any weird thing in this town that gets the kids involved, all the bad shit's happening to Will over and over again. He gets captured, then he comes back. Now he's possessed. It's some exorcist shit by the end of the season. So I just I was expecting something different. The one thing I did like um, from season two was I think his name was Bob. Hmm. Bob. Oh yeah, the Samwise Gamgee. Radio, yeah. Radio Shack guy. Yeah, Samwise. Yeah. Um, I actually liked his character. I, I actually was um, fanarizing about like him and assuming that I thought he was kind of part of the scientist uh, government group. I thought he because because of Will. So I thought he was like going undercover and like saying, oh, I'll, I'll just date his mom or something and kind of keep an eye on Will. But obviously that didn't end up happening. But I was that was kind of my theories as I was watching through the, the season. Interesting. Um, I do have like, like one of the... Jesus, I don't even know what I'm trying to do. I'm This space punch is hitting me right in the fucking gullet. Um, Caffeine right in the face. So um, Dustin... From Stranger Things, his character Dustin. Yeah. Uh, the actor, I think his name's Gatton. Gaten? Gaten Gatton, uh, Matarazzo. But he's the one with the, he's got like that, that mouth birth defect. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the goofy looking kid. He's, <laughs> he's awesome. But uh, I did see something that was shared today that he's actually donating like a lot of money for other people that have the same rare birth defect. Oh, nice! I thought that was—I thought that was fucking amazing yeah, for someone who's like 15 years old. And yeah. He just got his first big gig, and he's already given half of his shit away, saying, "Hey, people, help it, help, help it out, help it out." That's awesome, man. So, yeah, those yeah, kids are was, fucking. Uh, those kids are fucking sweet. Yeah, and if you haven't seen um, them on uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon or with—I think they're on Conan—they're they're hilarious. All of them get together. Um, and just kind of rat and rave about each other, and it's fucking hilarious. Like when Eleven first kissed Mike, they they the actors got together and they were talking about it. It was fucking hilarious. It was it was funny. <laughs> nice man, nice. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I love the kids, dude. They're so sweet. They're fucking awesome. It's exactly what you would expect. And we were raving about it a few months ago. You know, a few weeks ago, actually. Whatever. What were what were we raving about? It. What? It. Shit. And how it's the same kind of thing. So, it, Stand By Me, Stranger Things. Yeah, coming of age tale. Coming of age stuff when you have kids acting like actual kids. Super actual jackasses. You know what's weird? Stranger Things made me want to watch E.T. I've never seen E.T. Why am I even a part of this show? On my list of classic things I've never seen, it's E.T., Godfather, bunch of bunch of things. That's all I can think. Of. I ha- I bought the Godfather. Uh, I bought them on Blu-ray. It was like a we're twenty five yeah. bucks for all three of them. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's a solid. Those are solid movies. Uh, and then I I don't even know what's left that I haven't seen. I'm sure there's a list that I should be putting together, but like at one point I hadn't things. seen I hadn't seen like any of the Matrix movies, the Godfather movies. Oh yeah. Uh, there, there was like there were several huge ones that I hadn't seen, and uh, yeah. So, Stranger Things. Getting back to it, yeah. Um, what would sure. like if you have to uh, give a rating? What would it be? Oh. Out of a hundred, out of hundred and seven, out of hundred and seven. No. <laughs> uh, I think. Well, 
off of our beer rating, they're both three stars for sure. Got to watch it. Got to get the fuck up and watch it. Um, a more critical out of 10 rating, I would say season one's like nine. Season two's like eight. Yeah, that's probably where I'm at. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think a lot of that hinges on, like I said, I, I watched them back to back. Like the anticipation really helps a lot. You know what I actually waited. really liked about the show, uh, especially the first season, is that they didn't know everything. Nothing was spoon-fed to them. And the fact that like this whole other universe that exists, they're just calling it the Upside Down. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the kid called it. Right. One of the kids called it. Right. And the fact that that's how we know it now. Right. It's awesome. It's not. It doesn't have this fucking huge technical term about what it is and how it works and all of this shit. They're just like, it's upside down. It's like this, but there's a bunch of fucking flakes in the air and it's fucking scary. <laughs> upside down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the weirdest part about season two for me was that the... Uh, all the bad shit was coming from this lab. And then now, just because the main doctor was gone, now... Hopper and the kids were like working with the lab in season two. Like they're taking Will to see the doctor in the lab to talk about his PTSD and things like that. And like they're actively like they're on the same side all of a sudden, which I mean, I guess, like I said, maybe it's just the fucking wait between season one and two. But I just, I just felt strange. Like everything was happening from that spot. And now just because that one dude is dead, like they were trying to kill. They're trying to fucking kill the kids. And now just because the main papa, whatever his name is, is gone, they're going to, you know, work side by side with the people in the lab to make sure Elle is safe and move forward. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Well, I've, I felt like the first season they were trying to keep it under wraps. And the fact that Eleven got out, uh, they were like, they didn't want people to know. Yeah. And now, like, they all have a common enemy because there's fucking demigorgons and a bunch of shit running around. They're like, well, we might as well work together because fuck, that thing's going to go over, come over here and suck the dick off of me. <laughs> Is that a good or a bad thing? <laughs> it's never good. <laughs> yeah, I want it back. Um, yeah, man. They, I don't know. I thought I thought they, they did an okay job like expanding the universe into it's not just one demigorgon now. There's a bunch of like small little dog demigorgons and there is a larger universe to this with the fucking smoke monster or whatever the fuck you want a tornado <laughs> bitch, whatever it is. Um But I, I it, there is a point where I would like some explanation, I feel. Yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't have to be like a cold, hard explanation where a fucking doctor walks in. He's like, "I've seen this before. This is what it is." This but it's is like, the shadow monster. Yes, yes. eleven hundred hit points. <laughs> eleven hundred hit points. <laughs> hit, hit him in the knee. He has bad knees. Um, <laughs> but the, yeah, so it's like we're we're through two seasons. We have no fucking clue what is happening. And and the other thing is. I felt like the lights and the, uh, the electronic stuff was way more prominent in the first one. Yeah. Because they were using the technology and using the lights with the will talking to everybody using the lights. Yeah. Like that made, it was a weird connection and it made sense. And then they didn't really touch on it at all in the second season. Yeah. <sighs> Georgie. We'll just go back to Georgie. <laughs> yeah. Pennywise didn't show up at all. I'm pissed. I didn't like it at all. Vader didn't choke anyone. I, I didn't. Ah, <sighs> oh, yeah. Uh, the only complaints I have are just as someone who's 
talking about it on a podcast and feels like I have to throw up a few complaints. Just I'm not always just like, oh, I love everything. It's so fun. Yeah, um, the music was good. The actors were great. The mm-hmm. characters were great. The actors were awesome. For uh, for having, what, four or five actors under 15 actors and for and how well they did? Yeah, were fantastic. Dude, if they if any one of them was chosen for Child Anakin, it, episode one would have fucking killed it. Yeah, what the hell? Where were those fucking people 20 years ago? What the hell? What the hell? Um... <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> I would, I, I would, out of 10, I would, I would actually give it the same. The first season was probably a nine, second season was an eight. W- what about, and this is obviously a large spoiler, that one episode where she go, goes fucking punker and goes into downtown Chicago <sighs> and fucking hangs out with a bunch of jackasses and it doesn't have anything to do with anything. And then they get in some trouble and she's like, I can't handle this. And runs back in her fucking mascara, jackassy <laughs> hair. Looking like the goddamn Joker. Yeah. It has a little bit to do with a little bit. What I thought <laughs> no, it doesn't. What I thought of this episode is like she can't get what she is looking for from Hopper and her friends. So she leaves. And like she discovers, especially if somebody was number eight who w- went through the exact same thing as she did. Like she wants to go learn how did she escape? What did what has she picked up along the way? How does she like, you know, regulate herself back to normal life? Things like that. That makes sense. That's a pretty important step in Eleven's life. Like finding somebody else that was just like her and managed to get out and now is like living by herself with friends and doing things has a purpose. Like that's a pretty important situation. So what I thought was like, there could almost be a whole season where the kids in the town are dealing with something and Eleven is off by herself with this group and is getting to know her, I guess you could say sister, for lack of a better term, and just learning more about her powers and about herself and about the history of the lab and things like that. Like that could only almost be a half of a season or a full season of information right there. So to squeeze that just into one episode was awful. <laughs> and then she comes yeah. back and just can fucking do everything. She turns into Darth Vader while she's there when she's choking that guy and like dragging him across the floor. She pulled a goddamn Anakin for a second. Mm-hmm. Just didn't know where the power came from. And all of a sudden she just, she knows what's up. And then she came back and, you know, defeated everything and ripped a fucking hole in this space time continuum. I don't know. I didn't, I, I understood the purpose of why the episode was there. I just thought it was definitely more information than should have been squeezed into one single episode. Well, and they also and it teased it at the, the very first episode. They show uh, mm-hmm. eight mm-hmm. rambling around and yeah. then you don't see her till like episode 10. And you're like, yeah. well, I thought there was a, they could have done better with that. I understand that they're, they're kind of slowly growing the universe where it's not just 11. There's eight and seven and 14 coming running around too. So, <laughs> I, I, and and they all have different powers. Yeah, um, it's kind of like some X Men shit where yeah, you know exactly X twenty three is running around and a bunch of shit. Um, that's exactly what that's I thought. That's kind of no. I, I thought about it first. So. Um, okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, overall, obviously, <laughs> great, great show. I was, I'm excited for fucking season three already. Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I just. <sighs> 
I don't know. I want to know their creative process. Like, did they plan out season two and the storyline beforehand? Or were they like so. riding off the success of season one and then they came up with it afterwards? I think it was afterwards. I watched uh, one like. episode of Beyond Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, and it's the two brothers that are directors and writers of it. Um, so I th- I think they kind of wrote it after the fact. Moving on to some fuck Star Wars shit. Um, <laughs> Which is not the worst Commander. thing ever. But yeah, overall, overall, Stranger Things is great. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Now. Battlefront 2. But I don't want to fucking talk about it. I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, shit. So I'm is, hes- it, a I'm full, is it the full game? It. Are you playing a full game? Yes. So anyone that has EA access is the entire full game. You get to play for 10 total hours up until Tuesday when it comes out officially. So I haven't touched the campaign at all. I wanted to wait um, because actually I heard... I know I just said it was a full game, but I heard from somebody that the campaign stops at a certain point with the trial. Oh. So basically, if you have EA Access, you download this trial version of the game and you play it. But multiplayer-wise, it's the full game, but somebody said that the um, the campaign actually stops at a certain point. So I just I didn't do the campaign at all. I've been playing multiplayer. They get getting triggered, hammered, pissed about the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I... Every time I want to talk about Battlefront, I feel like the exact people that we complain about when it comes to just the Star Wars trilogy in general. About the prequels or about people that are pissed about Episode 7. So I don't want to say anything. Yeah. But I can't not say anything because I love Star Wars so much. So why'd you fuck up my game, man? They just, they watered it down, man. They just, they watered it down. That's what upsets me the most. As a fan of Star Wars, as a fan of Battlefront, stop. Battlefield, that's what I meant to say. Uh, And things that DICE has done and how competitive the Battlefield games have been. I'm just, it just feels like they watered, they dumbed the game down. Like, they're treating me like I don't know what the fuck Star Wars is. Or I don't know what a competitive multiplayer shooter is. Like they, God, I'm just so, talk for a second. I'm just so pissed. <laughs> talk for a second. Uh, uh, I haven't played, uh, the only thing I've, I've played so far was the the beta. Uh, and I didn't hate it, but it definitely still does feel dumbed down. Um, on, a, on a pendulum from Battlefield 4 to Battlefront, the remake, it's way closer to Battlefront, the remake, than yeah. uh, Battlefield 4. Yes. It's a lot more closed in. Um, it's limiting. Uh, and there's no squads. There's no team play. It's a, it's it's a Call of Duty. Yeah, it's a slower Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Um, and I know that you played a lot of Starfighter mode in the beta. So I will say the star the Starfighter assault mode is pretty great. It's really fluid. It doesn't have the same issues that the multiplayer has. Uh, it also unfortunately, doesn't have as objective-based of gameplay as, like, the original Battlefront 2 had, where you you could actually spawn in a command ship, get in the Starfighter of your choice, fly into another command ship, get out, fuck things up, like, inside the, the hangar bay and stuff like that. Like, none of that is there. But the Starfighter... Yeah, it's limited to just flying, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but the Starfighter mode in general, it's good. That's it's a I lot think one easier the... to to kill things than I ever expected. They they made it a lot more fluid and uh <laughs> and well I mean and and that might even be a complaint against like people like us where they did kind of I felt like they maybe dumbed it down and or just made it more accessible to the everyday because flying shit is is hard it was in battle battlefield yeah. four. Yeah. So and it remains hard. If you're really yeah. good at it, you're basically unstoppable. Right. Um, so I felt like dumbing down that aspect in the uh, uh, fighter assault was fine because everybody struggles with it. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's one of the saving grace of the game. That's it's it's smooth, it's good. Fine doesn't feel impossible like it did in the last one. Or like I feel in a goddamn chopper in Battlefield 4. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But this one in the in the TIE Fighters and things, yeah. It's good. Um, the, the thing that is driving me the most nuts, as much as they promoted class-based gameplay, you don't upgrade your classes by playing the game as your class. It doesn't make any sense. So if you spend hours and hours playing Assault only, and you're trying to get more abilities and level up your Assault class, nothing happens at all. You get credits when you play the game. You open loot crates with the credits and you get randomized stuff. So that could be for... The crates aren't specified into classes? So you have Trooper, which is like almost everything. And then you have Starfighter and you have Hero, which are obviously more specified to Starfighter or Hero, but not specifically just to Starfighter or Hero. So if I open, uh, open a Trooper crate, I may get one thing for a, a ship, one thing for a hero, and three things for my normal soldier classes. But if I'm playing as engineer the entire time, not engineer, sorry, officer the entire time, I'm going to open crates and I'm just going to get a shit ton of things for the heavy class, which I'm never going to use because that's not what I play as. So to get more abilities and to unlock you know, all the extra shit for your class, you literally have to open the crates and it's randomized. Let me just put this into perspective. Put that's it like perspective playing. Before. That's like playing Skyrim as a mage, and it constantly levels you up on heavy armor. Yes, like you're you're using destruction, running around killing things. It's just like good job. You, your sneaks better. Yes. What the fuck is happening right yes. now? Now they did. So it's not as bad as normal EA games. So first of mm. all, all the DLC is free. That that's one thing that's nice. They actually announced a few days ago the first uh, season pack that's going to come out. It's called The Last Jedi Pack, obviously. Um, players get to pick between the First Order or the Resistance. Everybody's going to get new maps. They get Phasma and Finn. And, like, all the players pick a side, and whoever wins gets a bunch of extra shit for that side. So if like, everybody picks the First Order and they win, Phasma gets extra bonus packs and loot crates and all that kind of fun stuff. So the DLC is free. The loot crates you don't have to pay for because you get credits when you play the game. The, the annoying part is just like I said, that it's just randomized. Like the fact, so when you play a, a class um, assault, shooting with the assault rifle, you do use that to get kills, rack those up, and unlock the new assault rifle. And that's pretty much the only thing that you can unlock. The fact that the loot crates are randomized just makes no sense at all and it's randomized for the heroes too i've got so many upgrades for fucking darth maul that i'm never <laughs> gonna never use 
Because, yeah. yeah, like, oh, dude, come on. Just doesn't make any sense, man. If you could yeah. at least, like, sell them or, like, scrap them to trade them in for extra credits and then buy another crate or something like that, I just, I just don't understand the point of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm really hoping the uh, campaign holds this whole game together because obviously they didn't do a campaign in the first one. Um, so I'm hoping this is its saving grace. Um, I still, even in the beta, like like we were talking about, the Starfighter Assaults, by far my favorite part of it. Yeah. Um, and I that was actually one part where I felt like I could I had an edge on people where, you know, I could get better and better and actually start like dominating in that. Um, in the normal, like regular uh, trooper assault stuff, I, I felt like it was random. Like I would just there. There's not there, it, It's such an enclosed, it's very random maps. Yeah, that like it just you, everybody <clears throat> has to fight through that door. Well, okay, <laughs> this sucks because everybody's just gonna die, and there's no planning behind it. It's all timing. You just run in or you don't. Are they all dead or throw a grenade or run in or you dead? What the fuck? Uh, it's uh, it's it's like, but even in like Battlefield Four in Locker, where it's just a straight, you still have like two ways you can go in through the building and the out outdoor where you can go through. So you still have like ways to around shit. I felt like this this game was so closed in. The maps were and and you may you can talk more about the maps because I've only been on uh, a handful. The map, yeah, the maps are not as bad. We were okay. getting overly sick of the fucking feed map and the Takadana map. From mm -hmm. the beta, because that was the only thing, only two things that were in there. So the maps, the maps are pretty good. Um, there's a few that are just like feel random and and terrible. Like the Jakku map is like half inside a broken down star destroyer, which sounds kind of cool. And the entire map is like slanted on an angle because you're like playing on the star destroyer, which is crashed into the ground, which sounds kind of cool. But the way that it's laid out is just it's just random and just weird, just fucking dumb. Um, so the whole time you're fighting, you're like turned, kind of like the map. Like you're fighting, like you're drunk fighting. Kind of feels like a drunk shooting. Yeah, yeah, great. That's pretty much what it feels like. Perfect. Uh, I enjoy the game thoroughly. The, the, the maps, um, are, the maps are better. Um, I will say, in multiple Starfighter assault modes, I haven't gotten into a, a Clone Wars era Starfighter assault at all. So I haven't been able to be the ARC-170 and that shit yet. So I'm sure they're there. I just haven't landed in one. Um, oh, it's... it's. Can you uh, filter out? No. Can you request? Nope. Mm, you go to multiplayer. On, there's five game modes. Galactic Assault, Starfighter Assault, Blast, Strike, and Heroes vs. Villains. You just click one. You have no control. It just jumps, jumps you into something. God damn it, guys. <laughs> Why? Can't pick. Can't pick. Um, like you, you, can, you can pick even in the original. Can't you? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you get to pick at least light or dark. Wait, the right? original original? Like 0305? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get to pick what map you're going to go on. And then when you get there, you get to pick what side you're on. No. Then you get it's to pick your class. And then ridiculous. you get to pick your spawn point because why the fuck would you make a war game without conquest? That's like the best mode in all of these shooters. 
That's atrocious. <sighs> That's atrocious. That That's was the like key of the game. The cornerstone of the first two Battlefront games was the conquest mode. What are you doing, man? No conquest mode? Are you serious with me right now? There's only five. Like, maybe they'll add more with the DLC, but like conquest mode. That's a given. That should be the first mode you make. It. it wow. <laughs> so mad. All right, guys, we're gonna move on. We, we've, I'm just, we've, it's just unfortunate, man. Like I said, it's it's a fun game. It's beautiful. It isn't the worst thing I've ever played. It just feels like for actual gamers, and I'm not even an actual gamer. I'm not even that good at it. I just love Battlefield and like very competitive stuff. For actual gamers, it just feels watered down. It feels like you you think I'm stupid. You think I'm dumb. But that I can't fucking figure out a game. That that's what it feels like. Also. Another issue, it's like canonical and how I feel about Star Wars. Um, the heroes are all available. So when you play Galactic Assault on Hoth, you can spawn as Yoda, Kylo Ren, Lando, Han, Rey, people that weren't even fucking born at the Battle of Hoth, which I don't mind that. I don't mind it at all. I was going to say, some people think that's cool because you can be, you know, some crazy battles like Kylo Ren versus Yoda. That'd be cool to see. Let's do it on the on the game. I, I disagree. I want to see multiple heroes for every era so that when I'm in Hoth, I have options. Because the problem is that the only um, prequel characters that we have is Yoda and Darth Maul. That's fucking it. That's it. Yoda and Darth Maul. And the first DLC pack is going to be Finn and Phasma, which is episode eight characters, seven and eight. So like when you're on Naboo or Kamino, you get to be Kylo Ren or Han or Lando or Leia. I don't mind it at all. You can do that same thing uh, in all the other games, can't you? I guess it is specific on the second no, one. No, only in the, so only in the assault mode, which I get, you can be all the heroes fighting all the heroes. But yeah. like when you're on Mustafar, it's, Anakin and Obi-Wan. That's it. Maul and... Uh, yeah, it depends on the, the era. But yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, overall... Can, and this is obviously... The game actually comes out Tuesday. So, I have a suspicion that once we can actually play as like a party, it would probably make a big difference. Because we can... You can't spawn as a squad, but at least we can like partially coordinate what's happening like link up with each other and capture particular points. Um, but yeah, initial consensus is it's fun. It just feels like it's the only Star Wars game that we're going to get. Yay. It's just fucking people in the ass because they know they can. And I wonder if they're not trolling us and as soon as they get it gets officially released, like that's going to have camp or a uh, conquest mode. Like added into the game. I, I can't imagine that they would add. First of all, that they would add an entire game mode within three weeks after the beta came out, and it's the that's the cornerstone fuck, of the it whole comes fucking out on, game, though. It comes out on Tuesday. I guess we'll find out, but I, I doubt it. I fucking doubt it, man. All right, all right. Moving on to better and more interesting <laughs> shit. Um, obviously, there was a large hype around Ryan Johnson. Uh, and he is going to be getting his own Star Wars trilogy, which is huge. Let me repeat that for you. Star Wars announced they are giving Ryan Johnson an entire trilogy. This an is two entire things, though. 
trilogy yeah. of movies. After I have a feeling all, that go. I have a feeling that they some execs or whatever they watched episode eight, like a rough take of it, and were like, "Holy shit!" Let this guy do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, just hand the reins over. Like, what does he want? Three movies? And I th I'm surprised he didn't ask for ten. A whole Give franchise. Him the three movies. Give it to him. Give it to him. Write it. <laughs> I I would say so. This is some of the biggest news that we've had in Star Wars, um, because how particular that Star Wars has been, Disney or Lucasfilm, however you want to look at it, as particular as they've been about their saga, as many people as Kathleen Kennedy has fired, the fact that they're giving some director three movies, that's huge, man. That's like the biggest since 2012 when Disney bought Star Wars. This is the biggest news that we've had. Holy shit, man. 2012 was when Disney bought Star Wars? Holy shit. Yes. I did not realize that. Yep. 2012, they bought it. And then 2015, first movie came out. And when did we start this podcast? 14? Leading up to The Force Awakens. We had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I just, I was remembering that because uh, uh, I was talking about Battlefield 4, or Battlefront 4, Battlefield 4, Jesus. Um <laughs> Battlefield two, uh, and how we were how we got into it, and it was like the first day you bought it. We were playing the campaign, and then we're like, we were laughing our asses off. We're like, hey, we should probably just record some shit. Oh, we can let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get this game. We're gonna fucking play it every day. Yeah. So, all right. Well, fucking yeah. Ryan I mean, it's Johnson, that's man. amazing. It and that opens the door up for so much. Um, and it was mentioned. I don't know how, what. Oh, it says new characters from a corner of the galaxy, uh, a corner of the galaxy that Star Wars lore has never seen before. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, to tackle here because the first important point is that it's not going to be part of the Skywalker saga. So if you, you know, consider the first seven and eventually nine episodes are all part of the Skywalker storyline of, of Star Wars, which is pretty much the main part of Star Wars that we've gotten. The fact that this is that they've approved it, they've given it to a new director, they've pretty much given him the helm of Star Wars for three movies, which is six to eight years worth and billions of dollars. Jesus Christ, it's so crazy. Um, I'm I don't know what to to think when they say an area of lore that we've never seen because are they saying? something that in the movies that we've never seen or something like in all of Star Wars lore that we've never seen that they're just going to make up something brand new regardless of the timeline new characters new setting new stuff like all together like cuz it kind of opens itself up to old republic things mhm mm but it also kind of opens itself up to fuck all of the legends and we're going to go completely brand new no one's ever heard of this it's 10,000 years before. Fuck that. We're doing everything. So I don't know. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's wide open, man. I'm I'm wondering if they don't just do something weird and talk about like the origin of the Force and how it was sparked. So we're not going to see Jedi. We're not going to see Sith. It'll just be a universe where people are living and some dramatic experience happens or something. And it sparks this whole new 
thing. I don't know. There's so much up in the air, and obviously it's a, a blank canvas that he can just do whatever the fuck it's he wants. Open, yeah. But as long, I mean, as soon as he does something weird, they're just gonna fire him, Ryan, and and fire and, and hire Mopar <laughs> Ron Howard back in. Yeah, <clears throat> Commander Mopar directing Squad Pod. All yeah. right, put Hemi challengers in the background. We're gonna have lightsabers <laughs> over here. There, are... <laughs> put Hemi's on all those land speeders. You bastards. Yep, Pod Racer. Fuck that. Put a Hemi on it. Um, so <laughs> as soon as this news came out, the majority of people that we talked to, stuff I saw on Twitter and stuff in the group chat that we have was all Old Republic. As soon as we said, hey guys, Star Wars just announced they're giving Ryan Johnson an entire trilogy, not Skywalker Saga. What do you think? Everyone said Old Republic. Non-stop Old Republic. Let's get a KOTOR movie. Let's get a Bane fucking trilogy movie in there. Let's talk about Revan. That's the overwhelming consensus of what I heard. And I'm on board with that. It. I'm on board with that. I just don't think they're going to do it. And if they do do it, it's not going to be Revan. They're not going to bring Revan, which we've talked about multiple times, is a confusing-ass canon character because, well, he's Legends now. But he started with a video game, so he could be light or dark side or male or female. So it's just a confusing character to try to put into a storyline. And I don't think that they're going to try to take something that was canon, is now Legends, make a movie version of it because you can't appease everybody. And you can't, like, you can't consolidate all those storylines into one thing. So I just think it's kind of off limits for what they're going to do. Now, what I will say, along with the Old Republic type of era, an origin of the Jedi or the Sith, I think, would be really fucking sweet to see. Something that's way ancient, four, six, ten thousand years or something before, uh, before the trilogy that we've seen, the saga that we've seen. Sorry. Like origin of the Jedi or something would be really fucking cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I I, I would hate. <clears throat> I would hate and love if they did anything old Republic. The issue is the same thing you were just discussing that there's no right way to do a Revan one. It's it's no matter what you do, even if it's perfect, it's bad because it's not what I fucking played in Kotor. The smallest little decision that you made on Revan's character, it's a girl. I always play as a guy. I fucking hate this. I'm not watching it. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be that sort of thing. Right. Um, you know, oh, you gave you gave him a blue lightsaber? I always play purple. Well, this, I fucking started <laughs> off. Exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be that stupid shit because right. of the, how the game was built right. and how you got to decide who Revan was. Right. Is that's that's an impossible character to, to even touch. Yep. The Bane, Bane might be something that could be worthy of it, um, and that would actually make Revan uh, uh, canon in a loose sense if they went that way. Bane um, is something that I would love to see. Yeah, yeah, it, that that would I think would be worthy. And obviously, there's already a, a loose trilogy built up around it with three books. Um, I I just this this is a very experimental time with Star Wars universe um and they're going in a lot of different directions all at the same time and for a brand new trilogy there's got to be a lot of substance there and there's got to be a war it's fucking called Star Wars for a reason so i have a weird feeling True. that they're going to be introducing well it could be like the mandalorian wars that'd be perfect but again we're in the older public timeline of stuff that Kind of has happened, but now it's Legends, so 
How are you going to bring it back? Because if they don't have the right people, if Candor, if they make the Mandalorian Wars and Candorus is not in the fucking movie, I am rioting. But they they wouldn't. Why would they do that? They did fucking Jason Solo, and they didn't even call him Jason. Well, that's the thing, though. It's not Jason Solo. It's Kylo Ren. Ben. Ben. He's Ben Solo. So that's what I mean, though. If they do that, <laughs> they're going to change everything. So if they do Revan, it's not going to be Revan anymore. Or it's yeah, not going to be Candorous anymore and stuff. So that's Ch where... Ch Chandorous. That's where it gets iffy. Yeah. It's Blanderous. That's where it gets chiffy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I thought excited. So, I, I think they're they're not going to fuck it up. They're going to create their own thing, guaranteed. Yes, um, and they're going to go. I don't know how experimental Ryan himself is, and we'll see when eight comes out in a month. According to Mark Hamill, he's pretty fucking experimental. <laughs> it's like this well, dude wrote shit for Luke that I'd never thought of or considered, and I was pissed about when I read it first, but now I get it. And here we are, Last Jedi. You also, you also got to rem remember that Luke or Mark Hamill hasn't been involved since 1983. That's true. And Luke was for however how for how a lot of people love Luke, he's a very one aspected character, farm yeah. boy, jackass, a whiny voice, and we'll just go I'm from there. I'm gonna do a good thing. Yeah, space slug. Yeah. Um. So. I think, yeah, uh, Ryan might have a vision. Um, I wonder if they're going to bring other writers in because that's that's a tall, tall order to fill. So well, a fucking they, trilogy? Uh, they said it was... So let's look, just look up the actual, you know, Star Wars Ryan Johnson. Let's look up the actual article. And then we can know for sure. But it was uh, along the lines of, so the same guy that is helping him with, like, I guess he has a partner. Like, kind of like the Lord Miller was that, that director team that was going to do the Han Solo movie. That is helping him with writing and everything. So, let's see. Ah. Maybe it's going to be an alternate universe where uh, Anakin does get his, his new empire. And, and can, him, he doesn't get his legs cut off. Mace does make him a master on the council, and everything just goes along <laughs> calmly and pe peacefully. <laughs> yeah. What? If, what if that happened? I'm making that meme. Everything would have been like, fine. Uh, Emperor Palpatine thinks I should become master. Deal. That's fine. And it just says George Lucas <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> that was great. Ah, oh, fuck. I can't find it. Sorry. I, I have a I'm, seat. I'm pretty sure have a seat, young Skywalker. I'm pretty sure that he has somebody that helps him with his movies. Like he's a, a loose partnership or something like that. That's helping him with the Last Jedi too. So I just couldn't find it. I didn't want to spend an hour and a half on Google. So it is what it is. Um, I am very excited. This makes me even more excited for Episode Eight. Like I said when we started this conversation, the fact that they have fired a shit ton of people and then turn around and gave Ryan Johnson his own trilogy. Here's Star Wars for six years. Do what you want. Like, that's pretty fucking intense. So I'm excited for whatever they do. I think it's going to be good. Disney's not going to put out a bad movie. I have faith. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm balls deep. As Kerner said, 
It's another way to put it. Balls deep. So, so I'm reading through. I didn't realize they did so many firings. So it says uh, director Josh Trank was originally signed to make a standalone Star Wars movie before being fired in the wake of concerns with his performance on Fox's Fantastic Four. <laughs> I never even heard that uh, name before. Yeah, I never heard that before either. And then we obviously know um, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who were yeah. doing the standalone uh, Han Solo film, yeah. have been fired. And then there was something else here that... Oh, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, that was for episode nine. Yeah, so we've had... Four, technically four firings over three movies, all, all directors, and they're in. It's not in JJ we trust anymore. No, even though they gave the reins to nine to JJ, Ryan Johnson is making more Star Wars movies than any, anyone. Almost four. Well, Lucas made six. Lucas made four. He directed four. He made six. He's a jackass. <laughs> Maybe. But he made them all. <laughs> he made them all in the meantime. It's true. It's true. We're um, going to fire four people and give this one dude three movies. Get the fuck out, dude. How many times are they going to fire him? He's... he's Every movie, he's just going to get fired. We get, I know we gave you <laughs> episode... What, what are they going to call him? They can't be... They, they're not going to be episodes. Good question. Are they going to... Are they going to call it the Skywalker saga? And then this will be like episode one of a Old Republic saga? Uh, so I was actually listening to Tumbling Sabres. So Common- Commonwealth friends, motherfuckers. Yeah. 100 episodes. Congratulations, mofos. Um, they were talking about moving forward. And this was actually before the news with Ryan Johnson and his trilogy even came out. But they were talking about the future of Star Wars past the uh, 789 and just kind of it'll be like James Bond like these are just new movies with the name we all know it's Star Wars maybe we can finally drop the uh, Star Wars story thing because that would be great because I fucking hate that thing like if the movie was just called Rogue One if it was just Rogue One in general you know what I mean and people know that it's Star Wars if you don't as you watch it you'll figure it out just like James Bond movies it just is what it is so once we get past this whole Saga, whether they go to nine movies or to 12, we can just drop that, please. I hope. Yeah. That's my hope. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope they just, they, they're not using a template. I, I hope they, they don't use a template. I want I them to be like, okay, Brand we, fucking know, new. We, know, we know how the universe works. Yes. We, we don't need a fucking farm boy. There doesn't have to be sand. Yes. It doesn't please, have to no be a fucking crazy old wizard. Desert planet, please. <laughs> they, and they could get really creative, which, they, which they've started doing. And you, you even see that even more so in the episode eight trailers. Dude. The planets have gotten pretty, pretty weird and pretty crazy. Oh, so on the planet thing. Yeah. Off of the planet thing. Tell me about it. So I recently saw a post on Instagram and I, I hate myself... I think it was Star Wars greats on Instagram. <laughs> Some, someone who, who we follow um, was posted something about a uh, comic series that looks at um, Jeddah, I believe, mm. after they fired upon it. Oh, shit. Like, the, 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 obviously, they didn't blow up the planet, but they show a picture of it. Maybe we can find it here. The moon. Maybe it wasn't Jeddah. What's the other one? What, Scarif? 
Scarif. No, it was Jeddah. Jeddah planet. With the, you know, the Jedi temple and the shit. Glass armor's in the background. I see it. Pissed. Um, let's see here. Show me. I'm not going to be able to find it. Let me let me search here. Any any background on Jetta would be would be awesome. Yeah, they showed it like kind of after the fact. Um, oh, I hate myself that I can't find it. Star Wars grades here. Mopar's pissed. Try to yeah. show you this uh, this picture. Yeah, do it. Share your screen, motherfucker. Do it. <laughs> uh, it's not this one. I would love some background on uh, Chirrut and Baze in general, though. I know there's the, there's a young adult thing about them, but something on screen or a comic or something about them would be awesome. Because it seems like Chirrut is way more invested in the ways of the Jedi that we, than we kind of you know think or consider. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to find it. Whatever. Mopar's pissed. It was... Uh, I am kind of fucking triggered. Happy. <sighs> um, maybe it was here. Star Wars gang. And no. Whatever. It was uh, It was like the th a third of the entire planet was like... A chunk of it was taking off the planet and you could see the core of the planet. But the rest of the planet was still intact. Shit. It was a pretty intense picture. Um, that's why I kind of wanted to show you guys a visual of it. But mm. I'm a jackass. Yeah, um, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, when I came across it, I was like, what the fuck planet is that supposed to be? And it was uh, Jeddah. So the planet still exists. So you got to think about that. This this could be brought up still that the, the Jedi were from this and the planet still exists. I guess part of it might still be livable. Yeah. Um, and it might be feasible for someone to still visit there and grab unknown Jedi shit. Um. So we'll see. I thought I thought that was interesting. Man. That it was from a, a comic that just came out, or and or Sweeney's saying Star Wars it. comic thirty eight Ashes of Jeddah. Yeah, but I looked that up. I didn't see shit about it. Ashes of Jeddah. The first thing that comes up is the fucking porg. Second thing that comes up is goddamn Assassin's Creed. What is happening? How do you spell Jeddah? G. <laughs> Great. Sorry. J E D H A. Only one D? Pretty sure. Yeah. It, it keeps trying to tell Google to fuck off, man. Okay. It's okay. If you can't find it, I forgive you. We'll just. Yeah, I can't find it. Talk Ashes about it next get us It's okay. Star Wars. Don't worry about it. Uh, in general, though, the, 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 the long and short of it is that we're fucking geeked. I actually, for the first time in a long time about Star Wars, I haven't heard a bunch of bullshit complaints. I haven't heard any nonsense about this. I haven't heard any trolls or just blatant negativity about this news. Maybe about I the just Ryan missed Johnson? it. Yeah. I think I've been gradually muting as many things on Twitter as possible. So maybe I just missed it. But for once, I've seen all positive Star Wars news, which is great. Because you got to think, like I said, I just feel like I'm repeating myself. But when you fire 47,000 people and then you give the director of a movie that hasn't even come out yet an entire trilogy, yeah, yeah, it's happening. Rye says I'm about to. I'm about to what? Tell me. 
Are you pissed? Oh, I, I, I found a picture here. I don't know how it's going to look. Uh, so you can see like a... I'm trying to be like less... Up, 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 up. Oh, there we go. Damn. So that's Jetta now. Yeah, you can see like maybe just 50% of it's still maybe feasible that it's like you can still live in it. Yeah. But there's like a whole chunk of the fucking planet missing. Damn, that's fucking crazy, dude. Dude, those Death Star shots on Rogue One were some of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Yes, they were. Yes, I agree. That was some of the most visually stunning awesomeness I've ever seen. I think that episode eight is going to be one of the best movies of all time and one of the best looking movies of all time. I agree. No, Ashes don't. of Jeddah. No, you don't. Ashes of Jeddah. Awesome, guys. I don't know why. That uh, vitamin fucking space piss put me to sleep. Budweiser's make me want to die. So. <laughs> Do it. Um, exactly right, guys, thank, you, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> um, we'll probably be diving into more uh, next saga, next trilogy news as the stuff comes out over mm -hmm. the probably the spans of the, the spans uh, of, the, of the next month or so. Um, we'll we see also how this have Justice League is coming out. So we have to definitely be chatting about that next episode. It'll be coming out this week. So super geeked about that. I know Mopar is a giant DC fan. I like DC. So I'm getting geeked about that, man. Uh, and then I still haven't gotten on to uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. I've been so pissed at Battlefront that, that consumed my mind. And I had to rant about that. But we're going to have to talk about a little bit about Assassin's Creed next week, too. Yeah. On low-key, I started a uh, another um, Skyrim character, and there's shit in there that I've never seen before. Say never. It. Say it. I can... I can um, <laughs> in honor the, of 11-11, the, the, which was yesterday, sixth anniversary of Skyrim, say it. Crab... Mud crab meat shit. Mud crab legs. You can eat them. Um, there's also, you can mine clay. I didn't know that ever. I didn't know that um, either. Yeah, there's, they, it seems like they went through an update. Yeah, that's gotta they, be some new shit. You can mine clay for what? Make pots and shit out of it? What are you talking about? It's used to make like small buildings and shit. Small dildos and shit. Damn. Dildos. I missed out on all Bil that. Um, but there, there was like new, um, ingredients and shit that you could pick up. I was walking around. I was like, I've never seen this bush before. I've been past this a hundred times with different characters. I've never seen this bush before. It must be new. And then, and then uh, Glass Armor was playing like stuff that I had never even heard about. Like most of the stuff I've at least like, yeah, I, I've heard of that mission. I've never done it. It was stuff that there was like, there's islands all over the fucking place. And I, I'm, I'm fighting these lava brick guys. They like they come from the ground and they they have the cracked skin like um the thing Scion, from Dark, Dark Scion. Yeah. It's fucking weird, dude. That's what I'm talking about. It must, something must have updated or they added something wow. recently because there's there's whole different it's a whole different fucking game. That's some new shit, it, man. Yeah. So I'm excited to like continue on because it, it, I mean, for how good Skyrim is, it, it can be repetitive even for how big it is. Um, yeah. But the fact that they're starting to like... Yeah, I walked... I, I looked down. I was like, why is there like light brown mud? I was in the snow. 
And I was like, what the fuck? I walked up. They said, mine clay. I was like, fuck yeah. And what? I literally took off my pickaxe and started mining Ugh. clay. Fuck, man. I got to play some Skyrim. <laughs> so, all right, guys. We're going to leave you with that. Episode 124. Thank you guys for tuning in. Head on over to Patreon and YouTube and click on shit and do something happens. And all right, guys. And if you're, uh, if you're local to Columbus, Central Ohio, anywhere in Ohio, uh, we're getting together party, event, awesomeness for The Last Jedi in December. It's going to be at World of Beer in the Gateway area here in Columbus on High Street. Giving away a fan poster. Raffles for awesome prizes. Glass armor is going to be in... <laughs> no, just fucking around. But we're going to be giving away some awesome stuff. We're uh, brewing a beer with Land Grant. You can try that. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to party before and after uh, Last Jedi. So come and join us if you our local just uh head to our facebook page and you can see the event all the details are on there thank you guys for tuning in <laughs> this was your rogue squadron podcast what the fuck are you doing right now <laughs> ending the show <laughs> <laughs>